Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we'll be airing a message entitled, Pillars in the Church. With many years in the pastorate, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, knows the value of those choice individuals in the church who serve as pillars. These are the special individuals who are willing to sacrifice and bear the burdens of the ministry. The message today is meant to encourage every Christian to be a strong and useful pillar for Christ. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2. I want to talk to you for a few minutes this morning on the subject of pillars. I'm sure you've heard this expression. So-and-so is a pillar in the church. And uh, what we mean by that is we mean that uh, they're faithful, they're stalwart, and uh, there are a lot of things that we're going to talk about this morning. But if you've ever heard that expression, uh, so-and-so is a pillar in the church. I'm going to talk about pillars this morning in the church. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometime far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ, made near by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, that is Jews and Gentiles, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us. That's referencing the wall in Herod's temple where they worshiped in Jerusalem and the blood descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Hebrews, worshipped on one side, and then the Jewish proselytes, who were the Gentiles, worshipped on the other side of that wall. And so the Bible says that in Christ, that middle wall of partition is broken down. Verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man, so making peace. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body, both Jew and Gentile, unto God in one body, the body of Christ, by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. Uh, referencing the enmity that our sin created between us and God. Christ slew that on the cross as he was slain himself. And came and preached peace to you who were afar off and to them that were nigh. The afar off were the Gentiles, that's most of us. Those that were nigh were the Jews. For through him we both, again Jew and Gentile, have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. I want you to note that phrase, of the household of God. And then in verse 20, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Note that word foundation. This household has a foundation, the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief what? Cornerstone. So you get the idea of a building here. Paul's using the analogy of a building. The cornerstone in masonry is the first stone that's laid, and everything, everything as far as points of reference comes off of that cornerstone. So it's very important, very pivotal, and it's going to dictate the way the rest of the building goes. If the cornerstone is right, you have a good chance of building a good building. If the cornerstone is wrong, uh, then you're in trouble. 
Now, Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So we have a, a good building here. We have a solid building. And then notice in whom all the building, there's that reference again, fitly framed. And so even today we have framers that frame houses. So your King's English isn't that outdated. Uh, fitly framed together, groweth up unto an holy temple. There's a reference to building again in the Lord. In whom ye also... Now, notice verse 22, in, in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Now, often we refer to the building as the house of God, and, and uh, that's okay as long as we understand what we're talking about. We have a new building. And we had dedication service where we prayed and said, Lord, we want to dedicate this building to your service and so forth and so on. And that's fine and well. But we understand that this building empty in and of itself is, is not the habitation of God through the Spirit. You've got to have believers in whom dwell the Holy Spirit. And all collectively, now we have a habitation of God through the Spirit. God's people meeting together constitutes this building. And uh, notice in verse 22 that we are builded together. So each of us is a building block in this building. Now, let me give you a couple things by way of introduction, and uh, this should be a short message, but I've said that before. But no, that is my intention. But, uh, folks, I believe the need for us to understand and, and strive to be pillars in the church also exists at Treasure Valley Baptist. And uh, there are several reasons for that. Number one, because in the past, those who have made themselves to be pillars have helped bring us to this point. In the present, the pillars of the church help sustain this ministry. I'm talking about people, flesh and blood. Uh, many of you that are sitting here this morning. And then the pillars, if this church is to go forward to do its part in fulfilling the Great Commission, we're going to need more pillars because as a church grows and ministries expand, and certainly God, through this new building, has given us a new phase of ministry opportunities here at Treasure Valley Baptist Church. So I believe this message is just as important to us today as it would be if this was the inaugural service back in August of 1976. So I believe that discussion and understanding of what a pillar is and the need for pillars is just as great today as it's ever been in this church if we're gonna go forward as a body. Now the body has a backbone. And the pillar has similar application. Paul is talking to Timothy, and he writes and he says, the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. Uh, he did not say the government is the pillar and ground of the church. I'm thankful for government, but that is not the pillar and ground of the church. Uh, he did not say that the public education system is the pillar and ground of the truth. He did not say, get this now, that the family is the pillar and ground of the truth. I thank God for the family. I'm glad God put it together that way, just the way he did. Uh, I'm glad for the family. But uh, believe it or not, the family is not the pillar and ground of the truth. He said the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. So what we're talking about this morning is 
pillars within this pillar called the church. And I've been to uh, many churches where the pastor will take me around and show me a new building that they're building or a piece of ground that they're purchasing. And uh, every time I see that, it reminds me of the scene that's still in my mind that goes back 15 years ago. And it has to do with what is now the old auditorium, the auditorium we used to meet in before the beginning of July, and we moved into this auditorium. I remember when we were building that building, and in those days, we did a lot of the work because it was a different kind of construction. Now, the construction on this building is the cement tip-up wall construction, and, well, it just wasn't the same as building it with hammers and nails and framing and so forth. So we didn't do as much here. We did quite a bit, but not nearly as much. And I remember my mind's eye goes back to about 15 years ago when myself and another man in the church who has since moved back to the Midwest, uh, we got together and built the six or seven main pillars that would hold up the balcony, hold up this large wooden glue lamb that would be the main support structure in what is now the old auditorium, and it would come across the balcony on the north side of the auditorium. And I remember the day we finished it that evening. It was a summer evening. It was quite warm that day. And got those things all set up. And I remember at the end of the day when we got done welding and got those things all bolted up and I was getting ready to leave. And I remember looking at those six or seven lonely pillars sitting out there by themselves on that platform. And that's where I got the idea for this message. I thought to myself, first of all, those pillars are the first thing that goes up. They're the first thing that goes up. Do you know, in order to be a pillar in the church, you've got to have a pioneer spirit. In order to be a pillar in the church, you've got to be a risk taker. Now you say, well, preacher, you couldn't be the first one up here. I mean, we've got about a thousand people that come to this church. You know something, folks? This church has been given an opportunity to expand its ministries, outreach and inreach. And you know what each of those new ministries needs? It needs those that are willing to be the first ones up. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Pillars in the Church. One thing is for certain, any church that is doing anything for Jesus Christ has pillars in it. It has mature believers that are strong in the Lord. These are Christians that walk by faith and not by sight. They serve the Lord not to get man's applause, but instead they do it so that Christ may be glorified. Today, your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has brought out some keen observations about what it takes to be a pillar in the church. This is without doubt one of the greatest needs for the church today, that born-again Christians surrender their lives to the service of Christ. We hope that as a child of God, you're in a church that honors Him, that you're faithful in it, and a blessing to others. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. 
Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.